All right. Welcome back to episode 70 of the Idols to Rivals podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is a podcast we record every Wednesday. It is uploaded to Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called, Android, Google Play, Spotify, everything like that. Wednesday or Thursday, depending on what happens. Um, I am joined again by fellow co-host Shane. What's up, guys? How are we? And we have a third this time around, like I promised we would. Hopefully we'll get, you know, a couple more on here if we can get it figured out. But Tommy, who's been on the episode before, has also joined us. Brothers. There we go. There we go. So we got a little, it's a little bit different this time. Um, We're just doing audio again. I think audio works better just as far as like speaking wise, especially with multiple people. Um, If we can get the video figured out or if we do one, maybe if we're all in the same room with some studio setup, which could come eventually then we'll go back to that. But let's start off with some some positive news. Um, Braves won the World Series last night. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, no, a long time coming. Uh, hadn't won a World Series since 1995, so good for them. Good for the city of Atlanta. Um, I mean, it's pretty – I don't know. It was a good series, I guess. I'm just glad the Astros didn't win, those cheaters, um, those scumbags. But um, spies used them. No, but I mean – I mean, the Braves were kind of a team of destiny. Like they uh, had like two of their best players like hurt in the in the middle of the season, and then just kind of really turned it around. And um, no, happy for the the city of Atlanta as well as the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, and so I also growing up in Houston used to like the Astros. As soon as we heard that they cheated, especially after Harvey and all that shit had happened. Um, we were absolutely disgusted. I believe every piece of Astros gear that's been in my house my entire life was thrown in the trash, jerseys, T-shirts, hats, you know, really? like the, ice, the ice cream. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We went around through everything. Anyway, I'm talking about an ice cream bowl with like the old Astros logo where you get like the upside down helmet. Those that we've had for, I don't know, 19 years thrown away the second we heard that they or the second they were found out to be cheating. So I'm pumped. The Astros lost. I got a lot of Braves fans out there. And actually funny enough, the one baseball game I went to this year was Miami versus the Braves. And the next game is when Acuna got hurt. So we saw him play. He was, he's a beast. And then they go on to win the world series, which I think is absolutely badass. Yeah, I mean, I think it's super cool that they uh, were able to do that without their star player. And then um, also pretty pumped that Jorge Soler um, got the MVP there and just had an absolute beast of a series. Ex-Cub was on that 2016 World Series team. So uh, he's been able to be on the team that uh, broke two of the – some of the longest dry spells in um, World Series winning. So uh, I I don't know whether it's due to to him, but – um, happy to see him winning and, and doing well on the Braves. I saw him just absolutely crush a ball. In, Nuked a ball. <laughs> Nuked a ball. Absolutely ripped it onto the train tracks, like out of the park, like destroyed it. Yeah, that was what my Twitter feed pretty much consisted of was just it was like caption was like watch all the pom-poms stop waving as soon as he connects with this ball and he just sends it into fucking downtown Houston and just silences the entire stadium. Yeah, that, that was nuts. And then, I, I mean, the other story of it was um, Dansby Swanson, who, um, like, grew up in Atlanta, like, went to high school around that area, um, just, like, grew up there, and then um, diehard Braves fan his whole life. And then uh, started out shaking his career. was, like, considered, like, a huge bust and then able to turn it around and then ultimately contribute in the World Series and hit a home run last night, too, and played super well throughout the, the playoffs. And so – Good to, good to see him kind of bring a championship back to his hometown. 
I always love that shit. Whenever they, uh, whenever they stuff like that, wherever you, you grow up in a city, your whole life, you're actually a fan of the team you're playing on or drafted to or whatever it may be. And then you bring home a ring, especially after a drought. I mean, that just kind of puts the cherry on top of it, the whole thing. It's gotta be top 10 feelings in sports. I mean, if not the top, <laughs> Oh, you mean bringing home a championship <laughs> yeah, for your championship favorite team to your ever? hometown, <laughs> to your hometown that you grew up a fan of? Yeah, no, probably would say that's the best feeling in sports. Yeah, I just despise Houston. Yeah, they're absolutely terrible. And we were talking about, we were joking um, when we were prepping for this yesterday about uh, driving up to Atlanta if they won. And uh, good old Tommy Meigs over here is he's, he's he's been to too many of these fucking parades growing up in Boston. So I don't even want him to come anymore. No, I'm still about it. I know it's a poke, but I'm about it. Yeah, I can't even so imagine. What is, what is the atmosphere here. like? Describe to us what the uh, championship parade atmosphere is like. Um, unfortunately, haven't been able to be to one or go to one ever. Um, one, I've been to one. I've been to. I've been to like five or six because I had the Bruins. Uh, a couple songs. You lost count. In a bunch, yeah, um, <laughs> it's fucking a madhouse, dude. It is a madhouse, and it, you, I, they're all a blur, obviously, but it is a madhouse. We used to. We used to skip the, skip high school. We'd all run out the locker room doors, hop in a whip, and just drive up to the city for the day. And it was just a madhouse. Yeah, why do they always do it? They did it on like a Tuesday too. I like I remember, I, I'd always see pictures on ESPN of it, like in the middle of the week. And it's like, why the fuck would it not be on the next Saturday or something? I think it just depends on when they win because they're trying to. I think they try and do it like ASAP Rocky right after the win. So what's the deal with those duck boats? I've, I've never watched parades because I hate every Boston team ever, but I hear, is there, there's a thing with duck boats that they do? Is that yeah. just the Patriots? The, well, that's, that's all the Boston teams. The duck boats are, they're just these big buses that are also boats and they, they fucking go through the city and right into the Harbor. Just, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. They're, they're boats and cars. Like the hybrid, oh, that's sick. Yeah, like you you can do tours on them, and like you, you hop on, you drive around the city, and then they go they go to Beeharve, and you just and they just wheels come up, and there you go. Is that where that's the so Boston sick. Tea Party happened? In the yeah, in the harbor, yeah. You guys talk oh, about that a lot part, up there. Boston Tea is Party that still <laughs> yeah. Is, is that a is staple that st- of the city of Boston? <laughs> <laughs> the Tea Party. The tea party was there. He doesn't even call it the Boston Tea Party. He just calls it the Tea Party. The tea Party? Yeah. 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 I feel like I they're mean, still talking about that at like pubs up there. Like, man, we got those motherfuckers. Yeah. John Adams, that was my boy. <laughs> yeah, me, that me that my rat bastard Adams. Oh my god, that is that's incredible. It's a cool city. We're gonna have to make a trip up there pretty soon. I'm I'm yeah. about it. I'm about I'm it. The, I just I've I, never been so I've been in the Boston airport in like a layover, but never been able to like actually like at least like when I've been old enough to go out and do actually do stuff like go in the city of Boston. I feel like it's an absolute ride of the time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hilarious, but I pro- probably wait post winter because it's about to get real cold up there. Oh yeah. But well, let's let's make it a let's make it a spring trip then. Yeah, big spring Boston send. I'm, I'm in. so is it more uh I, I imagine there's not like clubs and shit right i mean there is i mean it's more bars a lot right. more bars than clubs they just recently opened up an encore um and like a casino and, and some clubs and shit so it's popping i mean the bars are fun and it's just any good strip clubs 
Oh, I mean, yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> it's different than down here. It's different than down here. And people get different drunk up there, too. It's more like drunken scrap than like, <laughs> you know, and then drunken dance. It's more drunken fight than drunken dance. Sounds like a, a, a ripper of a time, bud. It's hilarious, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I, I'm about, I'm about doing it. Definitely not in winter. Um, we got to go when it's like super hot down here and like nice weather up there. Um, but in other sports news, we, uh, we got the first college football ranking of the year. And some would say that um, a lot of people are salty. A lot of schools are not very happy with the rankings that came out and uh, starting with Cincinnati who sucks ass and should not be ranked in the top six. Um, they're a, little, they're a little, they're a little upset about it, which I don't understand. So, I mean, I just don't understand how they can be the second team in the, in the like actual like rankings and then not in the top four for the college football playoffs. Like explain, explain that to me then if they suck so bad, why are they the second team in the country and the also, coaches and so AP weird like that, dude. I just don't, I don't know where Oregon can. All right. So that was obviously kind of a joke. They should be top no, four, but um, but I I don't know where Oregon came from. Oregon is a one loss team as well. I mean, and I fucking trust me, I know this where this is coming from, but uh, <laughs> I don't think they've played anybody. They I didn't even know they were ranked top ten. And they beat Ohio sudden, State. That's why. Oh, did they? Is that why they popped up? There? Yeah, yeah. So that that that's pretty much the reason why is because oh, yeah, they beat was Ohio that week State. one? No, what week was that? Okay, I, it was like week three, oh, week two or three. Dude, in Ohio State, five, too. So they're right on it. Um, I think Michigan State's going to slip up. They got to play Michigan. Or no, they beat Michigan. And yeah, so they did. I think that was the uh, that was one of the bigger ones. Has Michigan State played Ohio State yet? Uh, no, they have not. And I don't know if they're – oh, no, they are on the same side of the Big Ten. So I think they will play them. Okay, so that'll decide – that'll get one of the two of those out of there. I'm actually rooting for Michigan State. I I, I know they were in there. I, I did too. I want. I want. I want. Um. I'm totally blanking on the running back's name right now, but I want him to win the Heisman. The uh the running back for who? Michigan State. Oh, I couldn't tell you if you had a gun to my family's head. I have no clue. Really? You couldn't no. pull that out. <laughs> I is it something something junior? I have no idea. No, it's something. Something Walker. It's something walk. Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker. I didn't Kenneth just look Walker. it up, by the way. I just came up with it off the top of my head. Kent. Yep. <laughs> Kent. <laughs> Kenny Walker. Um. No, definitely Kenneth. never heard that name in my life. Is he in the running? Yeah. Uh. Some would say he's the favorite as of now. Some. Some would say. Interesting. But no, I, I know. In, in terms know of like actual probably. betting odds, in terms of betting odds, I think he actually may be like the statistical favorite right now. You know, who's also flying up there is that, uh, is Desmond, um, Cincinnati's quarterback. Apparently he's having a hell. Of, I mean, of course he is. He's fucking eight and or whatever they are. He's having a great season. It's just weird. It's just, you know, what's going to happen. It's going to be like Notre Dame, but a hundred times worse. Notre Dame gets in the playoffs every year. They lose by 37. And it's like, why did we put them in the playoffs? Yeah. Poor Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think after this year, I think if there's a lot of like name, like like old school teams that get in there, you know, if it is Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, um, somebody else, you know, Oregon, I think that this may be like the final nail in the coffin to expand the playoffs, which I'm kind of 50 50 about. I've heard some ridiculous shit about like a 16 team <clears throat> and stuff like that. 
I think that's ridiculous. I mean, it's only have you cost. seen the have you seen have you seen the layout of it though? Like the actual uh, the like they do like a layout of this. Yeah, the breakdown of the sixteen team playoff, and I I mean I love it. I think it would act it would expand and like give so much opportunity to other schools and make it similar to like a March Madness type of thing on the football side. And like obviously I get it. Like it, it's not historically what's ever happened in like you always have the national championship in the in the like new year's day bowls as like the significant bowls but like you still get to have those bowls and like the sponsorship of it just like it gives an opportunity to schools outside of the sec or the big 10 to actually like potentially do something um which i think would be cool for college football in general yeah i agree and i think it's a cool idea if it's like you know it is these you know the uh whatever it is, all state, you know, air mattress bowl or whatever. I think if you win <laughs> and I think winning that as like, you know, the first round of the playoffs and then moving forward as like you collect a you collect a championship or a bowl game. And then you move yeah. kind of up the ladder. I think, trust me, I am an advocate for any way to get more college football games. That's why, you know, I would, I, I, I'm so on the fence with it. Like, yes, 16 teams would be dope. But the thing is, is it's like with a March madness, like you said, no one gives a shit about about the regular season of March Madness because it means or for uh, college basketball because it means nothing. As soon as March Madness comes around, That's anything can happen. Your team can drop out first round, even if you're number one, which is awesome to watch. I it's the best part about it. Basketball is also a much longer season. Right. That's true. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's a much and, longer season. And making it 16 teams as well. Like those are the gonna like, I mean, hopefully, most likely going to be the top 16 teams in the country. And so it's like, you have to position yourself to be in the top 16 in order to be in there. So, I mean, I do understand that. I definitely get that. Um, but I mean, you're still like, you're in the top 20 uh, for the country. Like you must've done well to some extent in the regular season. No, I agree with that. I'm of, saying. And it eliminates the, the, um, the idea of like one or two losses. Like, like for example, like that Alabama loss to Texas A&M, like, it eliminates them sorry just yeah, saying relax. but it, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to make you understand where i'm coming from with this it eliminates that from taking out the best team in college football you're welcome alabama um from oh, not God. being in that conversation you know what i mean like where they can have like what like that one maybe it was a fluke game like maybe something really shitty happened and like a guy missed a kick at the end of the game. Um, like that doesn't determine the season, whereas they get another chance to get in there. Right. Which is why I, which is why it may like where I would, you know, I'm kind of battling back and forth is like, I would advocate for that in a heartbeat because we, you know, we are the team that if we slip up once it ruins the season. But the yeah. thing is, especially if we're supposed to win, you know, if you're, you know, you know, anything can happen, but if we all know if, if one of, you know, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio state, whoever it is, you know, supposed to win and know they're going to win that season. Um, but my thing is, is like the reason people that love college football stop and watch every second of every game is because of that exact factor. You lose a game and it's like your season could be over. Which I, I, I think bro. everything's a nail biter. Right. Yeah. Everything in college football is, you know, there's something on the line, which again, I would love for it to be a cakewalk knowing, Hey, we're not going to have a two loss season. We might have a one loss and still be good to go and get in the playoffs. And we do, you know, better in the playoffs, arguably more of the time. And so I would normally advocate for that, but it's just like, it's that feel. I don't know why I could never figure out why college football was different, but it's the fact that a, the, anybody can break a playoff in, in a second and have an 80 yard, whatever. I agree. Just I agree. It's the, we shit. cannot, we cannot lose mentality. 
Right. Like, and so like, you're glued to every second of it. And it's just like, even if you're playing bumfuck school in the middle of nowhere, it's like every play counts and it could really just ruin your season. Yeah. Cause yeah. Any given Saturday really can ruin your season. Yeah. Um, devil's advocate. The, I guess the, the point to that that you could say is that like, yes, that's very true, but it also determines your seating of where you'll be in the playoffs. And that'll make it way more suspenseful because it'll still matter in the playoffs, you know, like that'll be way more intensive a game knowing that it's like, all right, season's on the line. Like if they lose, like you're not going forward and like having that would be kind of cool as well. I agree. I would not be mad at a 16 team playoff at all. I'm just kind of caught yeah. in between these things. I, like I said, if I can get more rounds of watching Alabama play, I'm happy about it. <laughs> and I, you know, it, and if I, and if I can have Iowa have a chance at winning the college football playoff, never I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I would be super pumped about that. I've been rooting. I am. I'm just about as pissed as you at Iowa fucking losing. I wanted them to yeah, be that was bullshit. It would be so, yeah. I, trust me. I want to see three random teams as well, right next to us. And I mean, yeah, just, I guess I want them to lose, but I want an opportunity to come in second, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> well, that's why we need Cincinnati in there. We need we need them in the mix. Okay. Like we need I, to get I them in there. I agree. I think we need to get. I think. Um, God, I would I would die if Georgia lost. It wouldn't matter. Georgia would unless they lose two games. They're in the playoffs. Um, but well, I'm look I'm looking ahead at Cincinnati's schedule too. Like they're not gonna lose. A game, a game. The I mean, the only they could maybe lose to SMU, but that is the toughest game. They have Tulsa, South Florida, SMU, who's ranked twenty third. Nice. Shout out SMU, hey, I guess. Hey, Cole and then East Carolina. Football, by the way, that's a fact. That's a fact. That they is, have just and their stadium is sick, dude. And their girls are gorgeous. Yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. Haven't really taken a look at SMU. I SMU was thinking heads. about transferring there, and it's it's yeah, it's a godsend. But yeah, the Dallas script jerseys are are arguably the coldest besides Old Miss Powder Blues in college football. Yeah, those are, yeah, those are probably the toughest jerseys in college football history. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, this is a topic that I did not want to talk about, but it had to it had to be brought up just because of the nature of it and kind of relates to college football. Um, and I'm sure it's all over. If anybody watches or has watched or anything that's involved with football, you know, NFL, college football, everything. Yeah. I'm sure it's all over everyone's feed, but uh, Henry Ruggs unfortunately made a horrible, horrible fucking decision and drove drunk. And it's now coming out. It came out a little bit earlier today that he was driving 156 miles an hour in a Corvette in a 45 <laughs> what, what does he expect bro come on i know yeah. i know in and a it's 45 mile an hour zone he's not even right. speeding bro he's fucking flying yeah i mean you're going triple you're going triple the speed limit and i'm surprised he's not fucking dead dude i mean it's just Same. and uh you know he unfortunately ran into i think a 23 year old girl and the car lit on fire. She got pinned, and I'm sure she was knocked unconscious. I mean, you get hit by a, a missile going 156 miles an hour. So it, sure. was, it was the girl that he hit who, who died, not someone with him? Yeah, it was the girl he hit. Yeah. I think she probably got knocked unconscious. The car lit on fire, and she unfortunately passed away. She had away. a dog in the car she, as well. She had a dog he, in the car. Was he alone? Yeah. He, he was, had a – he he no, he had somebody in the passenger seat. Okay. Oh, did he? Did he? I didn't hear any reports about him. Home. Yeah, he, he had somebody in, in the passenger seat with him. Um, they lived, but 
it, they both lived. Yeah, they they uh, just sustained non-life-threatening injuries. Um, and then I think I also saw something um, where they like said that his blood alcohol level was twice the legal limit. Yeah, um, I heard it was twice the legal limit. There was a gun in the car, which I, I get why people will put that article in there um just because it sells you know hey gun in the car but yeah it's it's i I didn't see that that. i did not see that oh i heard i've it's i saw 156 miles an hour loaded gun in the car that really is a non-factor i mean it's not at all that's yeah it's it's vegas i mean i mean it's it's the most like it's the most relaxed gun i don't it's just painting him in a horrible light and unfortunately i heard um you know it's a second degree felony to um, kill someone in a DUI crash and he can get anywhere from, I think it's mandatory two to 24 years. Absolutely. It's minimum two, maximum 20. Yeah. It's fucking tragic. I went to school with the kid. didn't know him well. I might've met him a couple of times, but it's, it's weird. It feels like one of those high school crashes, you know, like where somebody in your high school fucked up really bad. And you're just like, damn, like that, you know, could have been me sort of situation. And um, that happened a couple of times in my school's fucked. Yeah. And it's, it's terrible. And obviously can't fucking, you know, can't excuse him at all just because, you know, you're a fan of him or whatever, but uh, super tough seeing the mugshot was absolutely brutal. He, uh, Oh yeah. I fully believe he he made, yeah, he made a a one-time stupid ass decision. And unfortunately he's now, um, he's now a a warning sign to everyone else. He, uh, a lot of people are bringing up the, um, his, uh, I believe he called him his brother, but it wasn't his actual brother. He, the kid that that made him choose Alabama, the kid that made him choose, because not a lot of people know. I'm pretty sure Henry Ruggs had multiple D1 scholarships to play basketball. There's a famous clip of him yep. in um in the Alabama. It was either Alabama or a high school where I swear to God, his shoulder was above the rim. He jumped so high and just yeah. absolutely windmilled it. Oh, it was crazy. Uh, so his buddy died um, a little south of Birmingham. Actually, it was um, – yeah, a little south of Birmingham, going to some another buddy's tournament, um, and Henry Ruggs apparently slept that morning, so he, he didn't go, and they ended up wrecking and dying. And so, um, I hate that that's being brought into it. That they're bringing up this 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 uh, his best friend who you know passed away like Ugh. five years ago in a car accident. It's like why? Like I get it. He's horrible decision, never excusable. But like, why are we fucking? Why are we bringing this into it? Like, this has nothing to do. Mm. One is not is not equal to the other. Like, that's just how they do not it. at all. It's fucked. It's just fucked up. And uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, so we have. They'll just they're doing anything to make a story out of it as much as they can. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just super unfortunate too. I mean, as much as you really do feel for, um, like the woman who passed away, like that. I mean, that that's terrible like she'll never be able to to see her family again at the same time it's like he made one mistake and he like ruined somebody else's life as well as his and it's like that you just really feel for that and it's a super unfortunate situation to be honest i don't feel for him at all right i feel that which i think which i think is the perspective that i like i'm kind of pissed at myself is that's the perspective i should have as well is is just being like you know fuck him or whatever but you know, call it bias, call it whatever. Again, not condoning it for a second. Absolute travesty all yeah. around. Um, super you. pissed off. And literally, dude, yeah. I have a note. I have a note because he was number 11, my lucky number. He is my boy. He won me a fucking national championship. Love him. I was, I literally have written in my notes, buy a Henry Ruggs jersey because I love Raiders jerseys, 11, Alabama boy. And it's just like seeing that just pop up just absolutely is just terrible, terrible news sucks for everyone involved both families and just seeing his name yeah. seeing rugs the third 22 
So he was 20. I didn't realize he was that young. He's 22 years old. He's in his second yeah. year in the NFL and his it's done. All of that is done. All of that is gone. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Yeah. It's, he made a, he, he made a, a, a mistake as a young kid, but it's an unexcusable mistake. And that, that, that's what definitely I'm, it's an unexcusable. No, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's weird to see, but, uh, we just had to, we just had to process because we talk about Alabama every week on this podcast. And so I just had to bring it up. Um, you know, heart goes out to, to both families. Absolutely sucks. Um, most likely can probably bet the house on it. Uh, rugs is done with the NFL and, uh, mm-hmm. now legacy as well. If, you know, even I'd say even more important legacy is probably gone and he's now going to be the face of what not to do. And, it yep. brings up the question about, you know, having teams in Vegas, which I didn't even think was a thing, but yeah. I'm hearing it all over these podcasts about people were nothing good has come from it. I mean, it's starting to feel like nothing good has come from it in terms of like the, the Raiders in Vegas. Like it seems like it's just been kind of a shit show there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm not, I didn't even think about um, what's his name. Fucking John Gruden. Well, Josh, Josh Jacobs, John Gruden, like just a ton of people. Like there's been, Wait, what happened with Josh Jacobs? Oh, uh, that he, he got a DUI last year as well. Oh, did he? I didn't hear about that. I yeah. Mean, these guys, these guys are getting paid millions. They can't afford an Uber. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly. And that's the, that's exactly. why there's zero excuse. They could afford a fleet of Uber Lamborghinis to pick them up. Like, kind of, I mean, I kind of agree with that point about Vegas. Like, it's because they're fucking out there in one of the party capitals of the fucking world, raging face. And they have all this money and all these nice cars and shit. And they're like, fuck it trying to flex whatever it is i don't know i mean it's it, nothing good probably comes from it from these these yeah these superstars especially the young ones just getting into yeah. like, with millions of dollars in their pocket and they're in like a, and they're in the party capital of the fucking country right but i mean miami yeah, i know definitely. i know miami a lot of visitors to miami they they get the miami fever or whatever which is good for if you're playing against them but you know have, have has there been any like absolutely wild just like shit like this like where not as much, not, definitely not, not memorable. Yeah, not re- not that I can think of in the the recent future. For the, but I just can't. Yeah, remember. they're definitely. I mean, there was the, I mean, the University of Miami, but like that was like they had uh, that, <laughs> that one dude. Yeah, that one that one guy killed one of his teammates. Um, but I, in terms of Dolphins players in, in recent history that I can think of that have done anything remotely close to this, no. The last thing I remember about the Dolphins was uh, one of those dudes was bullying one of the guys on the team. Remember that? <laughs> what? Oh. It was one of, the, I think, one of the linemen got in like a lot. Yeah. Of it was, was Richie, Richie Incognito. I was just going to say, was it Richie Incognito? Yeah, yeah. Because he was like yeah. bullying. Hey, which guess players. what team yeah. he's on currently? The Las Vegas The Raiders. <laughs> he belongs yeah. there. They're the Island of Misfit Toys. Richie really belongs in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's shit. And I kind of feel like, and I obviously don't know, but uh, I kind of feel like it was one of those things where it's just like, you know, if he was with his boy, if he was alone, then there's, I, I have nothing to say, but the, the, the story I play in my mind is just kind of like the boys are feeling themselves and like, let's see what this thing can get up to. And then just obviously Ugh. your hammer gets out of hand. But even then 156. I know, I know, dude. Well, you're in a, fucking- in a 45. I uh, trust me. The problem is, is that, which I mean, could be different, but Nevada is just flat and just, they all, every road looks like a drag strip. I mean, around here, you're in downtown Miami. You're not going past four because you're just turning or bending and stuff like that. 
but Nevada, as far as I can tell, is just like flat pavement and just haul ass. And um, yeah. And I think it was like eight in the morning, like eight. Right. Wasn't it like. Oh, no, it was like it was three fifty in the morning or like it was like, was it? Yeah, it was like three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Okay, I was going to say, because if it was like eight o'clock, I'm like, weren't there more people like how did he get up to that speed? But uh, it had to have been late. It had to have been late. But uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts. Um, in other news, I try to transition away from that um, shitty, <laughs> shitty story, shitty ending to uh, to what could have been an awesome career. But uh, speaking of Miami, so have you boys heard that the F1 just signed a massive contract with uh, Hard Rock Stadium? No, I, I, have, I did not hear about that. So coming next year, which I'm pretty sure tickets are already sold out, but I mean, it's a, it's a racetrack around the stadium. So I think you can just kind of fucking walk around. I went to one, a Grand Prix in Houston. It is so badass. They signed a 10 year contract from 2022 to 2032. And basically they, they, they built a track around Miami. And I think it's like my birthday weekend. It's like, or actually I think it's the week before it's like May 5th. And I'm just saying we are definitely going to that because I've been addicted to F1 since that, uh, since that show came out on Netflix, I think drive to survive. It is, yeah. if you haven't watched it. It's absolutely, it's absolutely incredible. And, uh, unfortunately most of the races are on at 3am, 4am cause they're in Portugal or in fucking Russia. So I kind of, you kind of got to watch uh, highlights unless you're really hardcore about it, but I think we need to go down there and just absolutely have a day of F1 and just, I guess there won't be mega yachts cause we're inland, but just be surrounded by Richie rich. Yeah. Just rage face. Uh, definitely not opposed to that. I, I haven't really ever gotten into F1, but uh, I've only heard good things. And that show apparently just is badass. So speaking I think that'd be super of, fun. Speaking of um, just like, well, South Florida or just Florida. Did you, Shane, did you see, I know Jack has, um, did you see the Hard Rock sports book is now open as of November 1st? Oh, I did. The kennel oh, book shit. is <laughs> uh, dangerous. Yeah, um, but yeah, over. no. It's over. It's back. It's in. It's it is over. It's gonna be like next. Next is gonna be everything else, which I think will come. Should be next year, but I mean, like I know that there's always like the big dispute with the Seminole Tribe and whatnot. But um, yeah, no, that is electric. Wait, 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 wait. Are we just gonna glaze over that shit? What did you just say? The Seminole Tribe? Yeah, they own all the casinos yeah, in Florida, on, and they're not they're not letting any of like the main like there's like so many court cases right now and like it's a huge legal battle because they're not letting like the DraftKings, barstool sports books fan duels anything they're not letting them set up in the state of florida because That's unless the they smartest set up thing on, they could possibly do that is the smartest unless, thing they could possibly do oh no it, it makes total sense like that's it their, it makes sense from their, their side land, bro. it is their land and it's like like they're not going to let them set up outside of their jurisdiction with like without cutting them in so there's going to be some type of deal that's going to be made um at, at some point in time um but uh yeah that's been a huge thing that's been going on and that's also like why sports betting and um like a lot of other type of gambling issues have um not really been around in florida like they don't have table they didn't have table games and craps for a while uh, i don't know if they still don't have them but yeah, I went to, um I went to, I went to hard rock uh like a month ago and they have blackjack and everything no no they have blackjack i meant table games more as oh, in like craps and roulette 
um, like no, I wasn't looking around. Not well, Shane, when we went, didn't they have the the bullshit re- or the bullshit crap? So they, it's like you the, you hit a button and yeah, it floats like yes. this cu- like the cube, a styrofoam they cube. Let, yes, so they have the they have the virtual ones, but they don't have like dice games or ball games. Okay. I want what a weird like physical ones, which is so weird, so weird that they'll so weird that they have virtual but won't have the physical. Um, and, and I personally don't know too much about why. I just know that every time that I'd gone, I'd been like, hey, is there a craps table or is there a roulette table? And they're like, no, this is the state of Florida section, blah, 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 69, 420 to, allows <laughs> it not to. And I was like, all right, whatever. Okay, interesting. So wait, so sports betting is a go because Tommy was telling me about the book. So sports betting is a yeah, go. Yeah, it's the Hard Rock Sportsbook, I believe. Um, you, can get, you can download the app and you're fucking betting right through them. You can, yep. And then um, there's also like the Palm Beach Kennel Club is the physical spot there if you wanted to go and physically place a bet. I feel like that's a whole nother level of gambling is like showing up with a slip of paper being like, all right, here are my fucking numbers. Well, now with their sports book, you can just delete the bookie's number. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you could just throw a million dollar bet and just be like, nah, dude, you're blocked, brother. Bro, that happened to me. Bro, I bet Jokic MVP last season for NBA. And I bet I bet like twelve hundred on it at the beginning of the season to win like like four or five grand. And and this motherfucker just blocked my number and ghosted me. No way. I never I didn't know who he was. I only had his fucking like the login and his and his like his google voice number and he just blocked me and that was it never saw the money you got to throw that shit on craigslist immediately and just have them blow up that number <laughs> yeah, yeah just say free drugs and alcohol and just yeah put, the, put his phone number on there i was so sad. or just that get was... all your boys to blow up the number like literally make him change numbers at that, that point so that's sad, uh... that was literally two weeks before i moved down to florida and i could have really used that money yeah no dude i uh now it's probably a bad time to say that my bookie owes me a decent amount of money and <laughs> i haven't gotten the paid yet hey shout <laughs> so, out shane's bookie he's waiting <laughs> yeah where's I'm he at? i don't know but his number may end up on craigslist soon i <laughs> just yeah. just a heads up brother just if a I friendly get my money, you're getting prank called i'm i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is all just a hypothetical situation that definitely might happen um but good i think we need more vices down here in florida um it's been a little tame recently with covid i think people have kind of calmed down and we're losing you know we're losing the reason people come down here and that's just to see absolute animal people run around like savages yeah yeah man, i'm kind of cool without that though <laughs> being being down here and whatnot i'm pretty cool with like not seeing those type of creatures running around, but it's just me. <laughs> you like the Florida man? Yeah, dude, the Florida man thing—it gets bring, me gassed up. Why can't we bring bath salts back? Ooh, that would be cool. I mean, like another, another Florida zombie. Honestly, I would not be surprised if we had a Florida zombie incident here pretty soon. I've been hearing bangs and explosions outside my place for the past two nights. So, I mean, I don't know what's happening, but. I, I can feel a, a good a good headline. Yeah, yeah, no, it yeah. The loud explosion. Yeah. Yeah. I I I just I figured, you know, if it gets me, if it gets me. If not, nothing to worry about, you know. No Florida after dark, man. <laughs> it's a, it is a different, <laughs> different animal after dark. Um, but I do love the Florida man stuff. It's it's you know, one of the draws. It's why tourism is, you know, 
6.9% of our, uh, of our GDP. Is that a fact? No, not at all. I made that up. (laughs) 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 But, uh, but I love, I don't just, I don't have the gambling vice. You know, I think, I think I need to get into it when all my friends talking about lines over unders, you know, uh, teasing a bet. I I just feel kind of left out and I think the peer pressure's got to me. And I think it's time to, to take a a fat paycheck and just throw it on slippery slope, my friend. It's a slippery slope, but if you need help, uh, I can help. Jack, I think you and me should really just dive headfirst into the gambling game. I just, I would just more. I, like, I, I would welcome you guys with with open arms. I know, that. Shane. And can you be our guide, our gambling guide? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it goes and hand I would, in hand because, like, we already, Shane. I don't know if you know about this new thing we got going where we're just going to drink every day. <laughs> really? Yeah. We made a pact. We want to be the guys that just casually drink every single day. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna start just. I the other day I was just thinking. I'm like, dude, let's just drink every day. And I think it's the, the wave. I honestly, I and we've become kind of nightcap guys. Nightcap guys. Yeah, big yeah. nightcap guys. Like at least a nightcap. Yeah. I mean, keep it kosher, put on a nice, a nice flick, you know, get a little, get a little vodka soda going and just, you know, hang out and just let the stress. Uh, let the stress I was confused what nightcap away. meant. Now I get it. It's just yeah. winding down, a relaxing end to the day. No, it means drink, a drink. It means, but you have to drink. Yeah, with a drink. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And um, yeah, no, but definitely goes hand in hand with sports betting. So if you guys want to get on that wave, I mean, hey. Yeah, I'll just like pull up to the room. We can make a quick parlay and just maybe have a vodka soda or three. And then maybe have ourselves a night as well. <laughs> have, yeah. have the games pay for the drinks. And I think. Oh, yeah, in a perfect I think, world. I think the casual drinking every day is going to honestly benefit us. Because we don't drink all week, and then it comes to Friday, and we just go madhouse until right. until Sunday, because we just missed it so much Monday to fucking Thursday. Right, I agree. It just we'll, we'll be over it by Friday, and then by the time you know the weekend comes around, it's like you know we've did our did our drinking, and uh, we can just you know we'll get two days of the week back we'll get saturday and sunday back to do whatever obviously drink a little bit but obviously drink more than the other days but like just yeah i mean we're not animals but (laughs) but maybe not as much as as we have right collectively i think think collectively we we probably drank a handle of tito's last weekend easily between the two of us yeah, we're definitely not uh, not getting into last week. <laughs> not getting into last weekend. But appreciate everybody for listening. Appreciate Tommy Shane for being on here. Uh, these will be two characters that you will see very soon. We got a lot in the works. We've been working on stuff beyond the scenes, um, but that will come to light soon enough. But I appreciate you guys for being on the podcast once again. This has been episode number seventy of the Idols Two Rivals podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, wherever you can find it. Make sure you share. I post it on Facebook. I post it on Instagram, Snapchat. Make sure you share. That really helps us out and it helps this thing grow. But appreciate everybody for listening. I can't believe we made it to 70 episodes. The next big milestone's pretty much 100, which is which is wild. But uh, sheesh. Sheesh. we'll see you guys in the next episode um, and get after it. Yeah, Peace. Uh-